What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Season 4 of the Clubhouse Chatter Podcast. I would like to apologize for not uploading since, I think it's been June 25th of last year, mainly because I was going through some things, um, lost motivation, everybody left, um, but we do have a new member, Andrew, say hello. Hello. So... Now, right now, as we are recording this, there are no World Baseball Classic games going on. However, there was a game that happened last night and another one that happened earlier today with Panama in the Chinese Taipei happening earlier today and Cuba in the Netherlands happening last night. Netherlands took the win 4-2 to open up their World Baseball Classic campaign and Panama absolutely crushed Chinese Taipei. 12 to 5, taking their first ever World Baseball Classic win. How big is that for Panama to win their first ever ba- World Baseball Classic game? I mean, honestly, it's more, I think it's it's a real confidence booster. I think for these teams, especially for Great Britain and these newer teams to this competition, it's really going to be, it's really going to be interesting to see how they prove themselves after just kind of being the new dogs in the, New dogs in the uh, kennel, pretty much. Yeah. So, as you guys might have realized already, we are going to be talking about the World Baseball Classic in this episode, giving like a rundown of rosters, predictions, and towards the end, we're going to give our own predictions for the MLB season, who we think is going to go where, how we think the season is going to play out. So, starting with Pool A, which is in Taichung, Taiwan with the Chinese Taipei offense will be their strength. They're led by the reigning Chinese professional baseball league MVP, Li Lin and Kung Kwan Gilzegji. I can't pronounce it. I can't pronounce that name last name. So I'm just going to say Kung Kwan, but led by those two guys. And he reached triple a with Cleveland in 2018 but outfielder Chie Hsien Chen, who's walked more than he struck out in every season with the uni president Lions, should also help set the table for the batters behind him. Now, here's the thing about Chinese Taipei. They, well, obviously, their pitching was not good in their game against Panama. They lost 12-5, to but their offense has some sparks. They can definitely hit. It's just they need their pitching to step it up. What do you think? Do you think they have a chance, Andrew? Um, I think I think it's just going to come to – I mean, as we all know, uh, baseball is a game of two parts. Well, mainly three parts if you count fielding. But I think, I think it's just going to be interesting to see because it looks like next game for Chinese Taipei – it looks like they have um, – oh, their pitchers are undetermined. Never mind. Um, but it looks like uh, for Panama, they've got uh, Jose Bar- Barria coming into the next game against Netherlands. It, it should just be interesting to see how the pitching and uh, batting obviously bond together uh, in order to win them games. Yeah. And I will say it'll be an interesting group with that Netherlands team because they have Xander Bogarts. They have Xander Bogarts, Jonathan Scope, and Chadwick Trump all 
the Caribbean islands because the Netherlands actually gets those Caribbean islands right. So it's very interesting how that plays out because they get the Caribbean islands of Curaçao and Aruba and they get players such as Xander Bogart, Jonathan Scope and Chadwick Trump. And that's probably what's going to propel them to be first in the group. But I think Panama, honestly, could come second in that group because that group doesn't seem all that strong, especially with Cuba losing and Italy as Italy. I mean, looking at at that Italy team, it doesn't look like they have very many um, actually Italian, like, purebred players. Like, the only... Italian player I can really see are um, the two pitchers, uh, Alex Bassani and Matteo Bocci, I think, uh, or and a few other names are on here early as well. But other than those guys, I don't really think. Now, the question really is, is that going to be a problem that the team is mostly dominated by U.S.-born players? I mean, it might, but it also could not. You never know. I mean... Look at Lars Nootbaar. He's doing all right for himself out in Japan where currently. But that purebred, that's going to be a word, the words that we use a lot during this episode. We're going to use that. And what we mean by that is every single player on the team is was born in that country. Like the Chinese Taipei, they are a purebred team. Every single player was born in Taiwan. And I guess that is where the Chinese Taipei is in Taiwan, which gives them actually the home field advantage, too, in the group. Cuba, that entire team is a purebred team for some controversial reasons, but is still a purebred team and is from Cuba. Everybody. Now, what is interesting about Cuba is there was a rule that if the players were not living in Cuba, they could not play for Cuba, but if you look at it, Luis Robert Jr. and um, Juan Moncada both live in the United States. So it's interesting how that's playing out. But that team is... You'd think that Cuba would have been better, but, I mean, it's just not good. Giovanni Cespedes... Michael Cruz, and then the two White Sox players. How far do you go, Andrew? Um, I think, um, for a quick prediction here, I think, I, I mean, obviously, I haven't seen much of these guys in action, but from what I've seen. I, I just don't think they're making it past the, the opening round. I mean, I think they're barely going to – I think they're just barely going to miss the top two in that group. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I 100% agree. Now, I just saw something very funny. So, a bunch of MLB players are – or a bunch of MLB teams, actually, are playing against these countries today. So you have, like, you have Nicaragua playing against the Mets, Israel playing against the Marlins, Venezuela playing against the Astros, Puerto Rico, Red Sox. All that stuff is playing. 
And if you look at the scores, a lot of those teams are actually losing. Like Israel is losing eight to five in the bottom of the sixth, and the Marlins have runners on second and third with two outs. The Red Sox are crushing Puerto Rico nine to one in the top of the eighth. Venezuela is beating the Astros, and it was really funny because I just saw Jose Altuve hit a single against the Astros because he is playing for that Venezuelan national team. Then you also have the the Dominican Republic, one of the only two teams, yes, two teams to win against B teams of MLB teams. The only other one was Colombia, who beat the Athletics three to two. Canada lost to the Cubs seven to eleven. Great Britain lost to the Brewers eight to two, and Mexico got shut out six to nothing to the Guardians. The Giants are slated to play the United States at nine o five p.m. on the night that we are filming this, and currently we are filming it at eight forty one. So. Calling it right now, that U.S. game isn't going to be even close. Oh, no, definitely not. There's that, no chance it's going to be It's going to be like the Dominican Republic game, and if it's not, then we aren't winning it, Dominican Republic. It's going to be the Panama-Chinese-Taipei game, except less close. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, how? I mean, honestly, how are you beating Mike Trout and the pitching staff that the U.S. has? I just don't see it. How are you beating any team that has Paul Goldschmidt hitting as the eight-hitter? I don't see it, man. I mean, it's real Muto hitting as the eight hitter. I mean, anytime you have an outfield of Mookie Betts, Jeff McNeil, Cedric Mullins, Kyle Schwarber, Mike Trout, or Kyle Tucker, yeah, you, you drafted yourself. Those receivers or those players in their own right, it's a fantasy team. I know those players in their own right would be good on any team. Now, I will say our one our, the one weak point for the U.S. men's national team is actually going to be the catchers. And hear me on this. reason why is they have J.R.T. Real Muto, but if he gets hurt, they have Kyle Higashioka, who's inconsistent, and then Will Smith, who's even more inconsistent. So it, it will be a struggle, a catcher, if Real Muto does in fact get hurt but everything else is just incredible they even have stars on the bench with ken griffey jr as the hitting coach god it's scary yeah i'm telling you isn't bryce harper supposed to be here or something oh right he was and then got injured yeah pretty much right I mean, Dude, that would have probably us to be over favorited over the uh, yeah, in Republic easily. But um, all right. So next team is um, let's see. We have Japan. Japan is going to be a team to watch with Otani, Lars Nootbaar, and Yu Darvish. Oh, and we forgot to mention the new Red Sox outfielder. Masataka Yoshida as well. I mean, it's going to be so hard to beat them in that group, especially when they're reigning MVP, MVP, Munataka Murakami, who hit 56 home runs 
for the Yakult Swallows last season and surpassed the Cherish League record for a Japanese-born player alone makes the lineup menacing. I mean, that is just an incredible group, and I feel bad for all the teams that are playing in that group. I mean, I think we can pretty much, I think we can pretty much say that uh, Japan is going to take easily one of those top two spots. Yes. The other, the other main question here though is, looking around this pool, I don't see really anybody to contend with them. Yeah, in that pool, no, there's not really anyone to actually contend with that team. I will say. No one can contend with that team because you have Australia, who would have been okay if only Liam Hendricks would have still been fine. And as I said, we hope he recovers from Hodgkin's lymphoma, and we hope he comes back stronger than ever. He is in all of our prayers here at Clubhouse Chatter, and as as I said, we hope that he gets better. But Without him, that Australian team is not a very good team. But it it may not be their strongest roster. However, they have managed to surprise everyone in the past, including a 17-7 mercy rule victory over Mexico in 2009. So you never know. They could surprise and sneak into that second spot, but it'll be very tough to beat Korea. Because Korea has so much talent with Tommy Edmond, Ha Seong Kim, Kwang Hyun Kim. All those guys are going to be big for Korea in this tournament. So it'll be very interesting to see how Korea can compare. Or Japan's probably going to take the first seed, and if not, Korea will take it, and Japan will be second. Because I don't see any way that Australia... China or the Czech Republic, because yeah, they're in it, um, aren't going to make it most likely. I mean, in my eyes, how I look at it is anytime you have a decent closer, like for example, last season, if we look at Major League, the Mets had Edwin Diaz, and you saw how well they did with him. Anytime you get a closer, with 42 saves and a 148 ERA, you have a you have a reliable guy that can do something right. Yeah. Um so and another thing with the purebred teams, Japan would have had a purebred team. They were one player off. That one player is Lars Newbar, who is from the United States. Because his mother is from Japan. So he can play for them, and he decided to. Yeah. So it is. No purebred. Sure also, another thing to keep in mind right before we move on to the U.S. teams is we you got to keep in mind, though, that these guys are away from their actual teams. Yeah. So as, as one thing I definitely noticed this week, like the very first game, I think these guys reported um, – was the Cardinals, which is my team, obviously, um, they got absolutely blown out in their last game. I think it was like, 
it wasn't even close. It was like 15-3, something like that. Yeah. It so keep that in mind as we go along this World Baseball Classic. Keep in mind that it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be a big chance for these rookies on these teams to step up and really make a difference. It will, and it's very good for those rookies, and it's just going to be interesting to see how it works. And if the teams are up to the task, if they can really get it done. But then again, it's always just spring training. The MLB season doesn't start until April, and if I'm not mistaken, the World Baseball Classic ends before then. True. I will actually look that up currently. Um, the World Baseball Classic final. It goes to the 21st. I just saw on uh, the 21st. USA Ross reveal. Yep. Okay. So that's good. So all those players that will be back before spring training's even over. So they'll still be there. And I will. The only team to have not played from that one group is Italy. That is the only team who is yet to play, and they still won't play tonight. Australia and Korea's group opens up tonight, but Italy, I don't even think play. Italy does play tomorrow. They play against Cuba. Yep. So they open up their uh, World Baseball Classic against the 0-1 Cubans. But it will be very interesting to see how the rest of this World Baseball Classic does play out, especially in Pool C. Now, in Pool C, everyone will most likely say USA is going through as the first seed. We can just get that over with. If they don't go through as the first seed, they're going through as the second seed, and it would be they aren't going far if they don't go through as the first seed. Because their group is Mexico, who has Julio Urias, Oliver Perez, Randy Rosarena, Luis Urias, Okay, actually, now looking at this team, Mexico isn't that bad. I think Mexico actually could become a... I think they could be a threat. I, I think, in my eyes, looking at the Mexico roster, it looks like they could be one of the sleeper teams of this group. Yeah. So, definitely something to keep an eye on as we move along the groups in the group stage. Yeah, I do think Mexico could end up making it as the second seed. But another team that will be very hard for them to beat will be Colombia, who they have Jose Quintana and now Chris Matt. They do also have Harold Ramirez and Oscar Mercado. Now, I would like to say another thing about Mexico, or it's either Mexico or or Cuba, because I know there was a Mets pitcher that just got signed that has rib problems now when I know he was supposed to go. So it's going to be very interesting. Yep. Also, looking at um, some more teams down the list, um, Canada as well, actually. Yeah. Even though they've even though they only hit 155, you gotta you gotta take note of some of the names on that list. Josh Naylor, Joey. Uh oh wait, never mind, those are injured. Uh Freddie Freeman and Tyler O'Neill. Both two good players, um, but uh, Freeman has earned some hardware since the last time he's played in this event. So, Otto Lopez also getting to go for Toronto. <laughs> Fun fact, he's the only Canada player to be featured on that roster. That's but uh, uh, John Axford and um, 
Cal Control are uh, joining that veteran uh, pitching staff for the Canadian team. Now, uh, Braves starter Michael Soroka also hasn't pitched uh, since 2020, uh, but he he will sadly not be available uh, during this event. So I will say it is interesting about Canada because in 2017 was when they hit 155 and failed the homer, but O'Neill was only 22 at the time, and Freeman has gotten way better or more hardware since then, so he knows how to play in those big games. So, I mean, it'll be interesting. They could be a sleeper team in the group to make it as that second spot. And then we're finally at Great Britain. Oh, boy. Their best player is a player named Harrison Ford. So, um, what does that say when a team, cough, cough, the Marlins, decided to not let um, Jazz Chisholm, their star player, well, one of their two star players, not play for his country in the World Baseball Classic, the basic basically world cup of baseball that's i know that i know this is different but you everybody knows that jazz chisholm got the cover of the new mlb show 23 that comes out on opening day yeah you let him get on the cover of that but you won't let him play in one of the biggest events one of the biggest sporting events ever like come on man that's just messed up It, it is very messed up and i can tell you this he is going to request a trade this year, and they are going to trade him. I, I could see that. I could easily it's see that. going to happen. That I'm, I'm saying it as it is. Marlins fans, be aware. It's coming. You guys might want to start looking for a new second baseman. You very much so might. So, that rounds out that group. Going to Pool D, which is in Miami, Florida. So... Israel is going to be a – there was a Cinderella team in 2017, and they're going to have their work cut out for them if they hope to escape the – probably the best pool in the tournament. Because you look at this pool, there's Israel, Venezuela, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico. All four of those are in there. This – Israel. This this pick is definitely this pool is definitely if you're thinking about picking games this is going to be easily one of the hardest pick easily one of the hardest pools to just pick two teams from. Oh yeah, I mean obviously we all know the Dominican Republic are the top dogs in this, they're the favorites. But who else would you pick other than that? I mean, obviously, obviously, oh, it's good. Yeah. There's, I don't know, man. This seems like a tough pool to me. Puerto Rico and Venezuela are both good because on Venezuela, you have Jose Altuve, Salvador Perez, and Miguel Cabrera, who's one of the few players to appear in every single World Baseball Classic. He has appeared in every single one. Wow. Yeah. And they're set to return. While Luis Arias, David Peralta, and Anthony Santander are joining for the first time. And if you look at pitching, it may might even be a team strain as Eduardo Rodriguez, Pablo Lopez, and Ranger Suarez, or 
sorry, Eduardo Rodriguez and Pablo Lopez are going with the rotation, and Ranger Suarez is expected to relieve. I mean, and you also have to add in Ronald Acuna Jr. I mean, it's incredible, that team. Yeah, I, I, every time I was, like, every time something popped up on MLB's Instagram, like, about this event and, like, the teams being revealed, I just, whenever I got to this Puerto Rican team, I was just stunned. Like, they've got so much talent. They've got Marcus Stroman, Dwayne Underwood. They've got, their pitching staff has stacked, bro. Yeah. And, I mean, that's not the only one. You also go to um, Puerto Rico because you have Yadier Molina, who moved from behind the plate to the manager's office, actually. You have... Edwin Diaz, Alexis Diaz, Jose Espada, Jose Barrios, Marcus Stroman, Emilio Pagan, Anthony Maldonado. That's a good team. It's a good team, but I I don't know if it'll be good enough to beat the Dominican. It won't be good enough to beat the Dominican Republic, but I don't know if it'll be good enough to beat Venezuela either. I don't know. I, I mean... I, I think it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be really interesting to see how close those games are in terms of actual score. Yeah. I think I think another thing also to keep an eye on as well is the Dominican Republic. Uh, with that roster, they've got guys like Manny Machado, Keto Marte, Jeremy Pena, uh, a rookie actually as well. He made his he made his start with he made obviously made his Mark with the Astros last year, winning that World Series. And but ALCS MVP and World Series MVP. True, true. and uh, they've, But don't doubt that Dominican Republic team out. They've got a ton. Looking at that, these names, there is a lot of t- amazing talent. Like Juan Soto, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Like, it's going to be interesting to see how those two face off. Yeah. And... You could name that entire team, and everybody that knows baseball will know every single name of the players on that team. I mean, honestly, I say just list them. And these are the position players. Will yeah. Robinson Cano, Nelson Cruz, Rafael Devers, Juaner Franco, Guerrero Jr., Teoscar Hernandez, Eloy Jimenez, Manny Machado, Catal Marte, Francisco Mejia, Jeremy Pena, Julio Rodriguez, Gary Sanchez, Juan Segura, and Juan Soto. I mean, that is an incredible roster when you can name every single player and you know every single player. I mean, also also looking at the pitchers, there's also a lot of uh, notable names like Brian Abreu, Sandy Alcantara, Yenis yeah. Cabrera. This this whole team is stacked, bro. I'm. <laughs> It will be the team to beat. And I say that knowing the UN, the United States team. And Dominican Republic, believe it or not, is one of the only, one of the few. Nope, sorry. They aren't one of the few. I was about to say they were one of the few purebred teams. Nope, never mind. Nope, there's there's two U.S. guys on there. Oh, my God. Nelson Cruz was born in 1980. Jesus, I forgot he was born in 80 and he's still playing. Jesus. (laughs) Bigger, by the way, for them. Yeah. 
that's kind of funny. Yeah, but looking looking at the rest of that group, I don't really see. I just, if, I mean, I don't I see Israel surprise everyone and maybe take that second spot. But Nicaragua ain't, isn't doing anything. I'm sorry. But... No, there's no chance. I mean, Israel. If if we're making picks here, I think Israel might lock up that third place spot. Even though, even though that's not a spot in the whole thing, I just think I just think final place they're coming third. No, There's... Israel or um, Venezuela is getting that second or third place, but Puerto Rico is not doing anything. And then losing to the Red Sox in spring training without a bunch of their players just proved it. True, true. And now Israel's losing to the Marlins, but you tell me how many Marlins players aren't playing. Due to the World Baseball Classic, there's not a lot of them. No, there's not a lot of them. The Red Sox, they have a couple with Trevor Story, if I'm not mistaken, if he's still there. I mean... Because I know he committed to it, but is he injured? I'm not sure. Yeah, he's not there. Trevor Story's injured. Hmm. He did commit to it. Hmm. So, yeah. No, Trevor Story's injured, I guess. I will say, though... Even though, even though this is going on, a lot of, obviously, like we mentioned earlier in the show, a, a lot of these players, like, I guarantee you on some of the days that I check, like, because obviously we all get alerts when your team posts your lineups for the game or whatever. Yeah. It It's like, I've, I mean, I know you have, like, a unlimited roster or, like, a 60-man limit in spring training. But it's like, I don't even know who some of these guys are. Exactly. We're at that point right now. I know. Like, teams are reaching in the back of their bags to fill the voids that these guys are leaving. Yeah. I mean, it it is very interesting. But, so, now we have gone through every team. We did go through Nicaragua, right? No. Okay, sorry. Nicaragua, they aren't doing anything. I'm sorry. They they really aren't. Nah. It's like they, I don't they, think we need to say much other than that, do we? Not really, no. <laughs> no. I don't see it. Now what we can do is we can go into our um little predictions for the MLB season. Basically all the predictions we're just gonna do are pretty much just like standings who makes the playoffs and who can maybe go far in the playoffs i mean i will say there will be a shakeup in the standings this year i do think so i i i i fully agree um i i think um obviously uh, as a cardinal fan and something that i've seen uh, is last year in the playoffs if we make the playoffs again, two two things I really noticed lacked for us. The relief pitching and the production from Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah. I just obviously because we all saw in that wild card series, they went like they just couldn't hit in the big time situations that yeah. series. And, and I mean also also um as I I was like watching, obviously I watched both games, but the thing that really 
peed me off was we had the Cardinals had a two run lead heading into the eighth inning. Yeah. And you call in a closer to get five outs. Like that just seemed like, I mean, I know that you obviously have limited options, but like, it don't was, waste the guy's energy. Like, I know yeah. you wanted to get the out, but I just, I would just wait, man. Yeah, I mean, it was just stupid. Yeah, it was. It was a stupid move, but I mean, yeah. obviously, obviously, the Astros are looking to repeat, and yeah, I, I think, I think that I think early prediction, realistically. I might think they have another shot this year. I think they have another shot, but what I what I really think is, I think that the Mariners win that division. I think the Mariners win the division with over a hundred wins. I think the Astros finish second with also over a hundred wins. I think the Angels finish third. The Rangers finish, or the Angels finish third. No. Sorry, hang on. The Rangers finished third with DeGrom and all that. The And the Rangers get close to the wild card, but they don't get there. The Angels finished fourth, not even close to the wild card again. Otani leaves. Trout leaves. And then the Athletics finished dead last again. That's my, that's my predictions for that division. What do you think? Um, I think... I think those look good. Um, I think that <coughs> with a voice crack, I think that um, I think the uh, real interesting thing from last season was in the NL East. Um, the fact that it came down to a tiebreaker. I mean, I just saw that. Obviously, it was well fought by both teams, but. Yeah. Also, we also have to take note as well that Philadelphia going into like those last few months of the season last year, they just didn't look like they were playoff built and yeah. they made it almost to a World Series. Yeah, they, they almost won it all. They almost won the whole thing. Yeah. And what surprised me was it it just felt like it just felt like when we played them it just didn't seem like it was meant to be like it, it's like the Cardinals of t- 2011, like a month ago, a month before the world series, I guarantee you they weren't going to make it. Yeah. And then they just turn around and shock the world and then they just made it. Yeah. Um. So heading on to the central division. So, so far the teams in the playoffs, we have the Astros and the Mariners because there is no a hundred team that's, 100-win team that's not going to make the playoffs, especially with the six-team format. Yep. So, we have the Guardians, or we have the Guardians, White Sox, Twins, <laughs> Royals. That was the standings in order last year. I say the Guardians are going to finish first. Their pitching is really good. It's looking amazing. Their hitting is actually getting better. So, I mean, I think they finished first in that division with about 96 wins. I think the Twins finish second and go 500. Don't even get close to the wild card. I think the Tigers actually, believe it or not, finish third. 
The White Sox finished fourth, and the Royals finished fifth. Believe it or not, right. I think the White Sox will regress without their star player in Jose Abreu. I could see that. Uh, also, it is, I mean, while they do still have Tim Anderson, it they were barely playing 500 ball last year. Well, so we also have to keep in mind the fact that they were injured a lot. Yeah, good point. Good point. If the injuries don't happen, I could see them in the playoffs, but knowing the White Sox, they'll happen, so they aren't gonna make the playoffs and they're gonna yeah. gonna happen the way I said it was gonna happen. Because they still had Jose Abreu. He didn't get injured. That's why they were eighty one and eighty one. But without Jose Abreu, that number significantly goes down. Yeah, definitely. So, going to the AL East, last year in order of the standings, it was the Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays, Orioles, and Red Sox. I think the Blue Jays finished fourth in the division, and they make the playoffs as the second wild card. I think... Sorry, as the third wild card. My bad. I I could see that. I think, obviously... Obviously, we all know Aaron Judge absolutely went off last season, securing that first place spot. Yeah, I think, I I think he's due for another big year. I mean, I mean obviously, too, he's, but... he, he's definitely a home run hitter. So I think I think he's gonna do it again this year. We have to keep in mind the fact that every time in his career he's had a big year. He's had a down year the year after. So I think the Yankees actually finished third. Or I believe it or not, don't hate me for this. I think the Yankees finished third. The Orioles finished first in the division. I think the Orioles finished first, and I think the Rays actually take that second spot. They surprise everyone like they always do. The Blue Jays finished fourth, barely missing out on that third wild card spot. Because sorry, I forgot I already had the Astros as the first wild card. The Rays are going to finish second in that division. The Orioles are going to win it. The Blue Jays are going to finish fourth. The Yankees are going to finish third. So the two wild cards, the two other wild cards in that league are going to be the Rays and the Yankees. And I can see that. The Red Sox finished fifth out of 500 record. Oh, and the Orioles get 98 wins. 98 to 100 wins. I can see that. That is enough to win that division because I brought. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I I I think personally, I'd have to agree. I think Tampa Bay. I think. I mean, however, though, I am going to disagree on that Yankees pick. I think. <coughs> I think they're growing. I think they're going to have another 90 plus win season. I mean, obviously. Um, they they did pick up Harrison Bader midseason last year in that trade with the Cardinals. But the question is, how is he going to ad- – I mean, obviously, he had to adapt like midseason. But the interesting thing is, when I was watching today, it seemed like the Yankees played almost all their starters that they would typically play in like a regular season game today in spring training. Yeah. So. I think it's just going to be interesting to see how Harrison Bader adapts now that he's had, like, maybe an 81-game, something like that, spread with his new team. 
Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. I mean, it it will certainly be very very interesting. Yeah. Um. So moving on to the NL, we have the Atlanta Braves, the Mets, Phillies, Marlins, and Nationals in that order. Nationals are finishing dead last. <laughs> yeah, they they've struggled a lot. I think. I think their biggest mistake mainly was last season trading away Juan Soto. I don't think it was a mistake. I actually I mean, well, I mean, obviously we're seeing how well he's producing now, but but the problem is the Nationals didn't want that. They never wanted to produce. They wanted to lose. They don't want to win right now. They want to lose because they want to rebuild. And how do you rebuild? You lose and trade away your good players for prospects. And that's exactly what they've been doing. So what they did was actually a smart decision. Now, could they have gotten better prospects? Definitely. A hundred percent. But they did what they did. It'll we'll see how it plays out. But what Definitely, they did yeah. was the right move. Um up next is the Marlins. The Marlins, I will say. Had a very down year. They very, very definitely, bad. yeah. Um, no one really thought them to be as bad as they were going to be. They thought they were going to be bad, but not as bad. And I think next year it'll be the same, though. I think they'll get about five to six more wins than they did this year, and that'll be that. I mean, I, nothing really to go into with that one. Yeah, there's not much really to go in, but also, even though if <laughs> and I hate to relate things to the Madden cover curse, but if there's something similar, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. If there's something like that with MLB the show, I then mean, Jazz Chisholm's in for a rough year. That's all I'm going to say. Can't really say there is because last year it was Otani and Otani still had a great year. Well, true, but and then that's the, just because he's Shohei, though. I mean, the year before that, who was the cover of? 21 i think i yeah it was javi baez no javi baez was 20 20 oh you mean 21 yeah i think it was bryce harper wasn't it was it let me see the show 21 yeah no it was tatis before he got suspended it was tatis before he got suspended tatis got suspended this year yeah he did Shoot, cover curse hits a year late, I guess. Let's go, baby. Because if you remember... So right, next next season's probably when we, we should expect Jazz Chisholm to fall off. Wait, what happened to Bryce Harper in 2020? Did anything? I don't know. Let me see. Hang on a minute. Quick fact check here, guys. Sorry about that. He hit 268 with 13 homers. Well, well and that was in a... That was in a 60-game season, too, so that's pretty good. Yeah, true. That was also during the weird 2020 COVID um, year. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm just throwing it out there. I I mean, I don't typically believe in superstition, but just throwing it out there, man. That So, very interesting. Bryce Harper actually believes that Vegas is better off with the MLB expansion, not relocated team. Hmm. That would be interesting. A bunch of leagues that were at 30 teams are going to 32. 
And there have been talks that even the NBA are going to do that as well. So I don't know. Maybe they will. Maybe. Who knows? But moving on in that division, I have the Braves going third. I have them finishing third, believe it or not. And then I have the Phillies finishing second. And I have that star-studded Mets team as first. There, I, but- I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I think it's just going to be... I think Lindor's in for another good year. I think Alonso's in for kind of a decent year as well. Maybe another home run derby belt. Who knows? Maybe. But I, I, I think I have to agree with you. I think I think the Mets are just in for another good year. Yeah, we all knew that uh, Pete Alonso was going to lose that home run derby when he started meditating. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, if you saw what he did in the twenty twenty one one, though, he he was just. I mean, I watched that derby live, and he just looked like he was in the zone just the entire time, like bobbing his head after every swing yeah. of music. He was just, he was locked in, man. Yeah, but but not. I mean, I think I think the but, moment at the last derby, the twenty twenty two derby, I think all eyes were on Albert in his last season. I mean, yeah. I could be just biased because I'm a Cardinal fan, but <laughs> I was I was walking out of work the minute I saw him like. The minute the announcement came out, I was like, is this guy crazy or am I just dreaming? And then he won the first round, too. I mean, it was just incredible. Yeah, it was ridiculous. For the win total, I think the Braves win about 98 games, get that first wild card spot. And I think the Mets and the Phillies both went over 100. And the Mets take the division winning about 105 games. And the Phillies win 101 or 100, either one. Um, So moving on to the NL Central, I think it's going to be the Cubs at the bottom of the division, believe it or not. They haven't made any improved. Well, actually, sorry, I forgot about Swanson and Bellinger. Never mind, Cubs aren't going to be bottom of the division. It's going to be Pirates and Reds again. But the question is, which one? They tied last year. With the Reds winning the tiebreaker. So, is it the team that can get a no-hitter and lose, or the team that can get no-hit and win? I mean... I guess that that actually happened between those two teams. I don't know, man. I I just... That's that's a tough dog to pick, honestly. Exactly. Like, that's... But- than the Mets, Phillies, and Braves winning the division. <laughs> I mean, honestly, for my pick here, I think I think the Cardinals, I mean, even though they didn't make the biggest splash this offseason, I mean, even though, I mean, they did get Wilson Contreras, like, yeah. obviously, big highlight signing of the offseason, but I don't, and they did get him from the Cubs, by the way, but I do think, I, I just... I don't know, man. I mean, this team's been kind of off and on during the early days of spring training, but we'll we'll see. I mean, they didn't really make any relief pitching changes. I mean, I don't know if the front office just trusts these guys to improve. I don't know. But I'm just really surprised the Cardinals didn't really go for anybody big this offseason. Yeah. So I do, honestly. I think it's going to be a toss-up between Milwaukee and St. Louis, honestly. I do, too. I do, too. Um, 
But I think the Cardinals will take it. I don't think Milwaukee's do. Their pitching is decreased. Balance decreased. So I think that's what's going to happen. And I'm going to make my pick between the Reds and the Pirates. The biggest decision of the night. The <laughs> Pirates are going to finish fourth. The Reds are finishing dead last. I mean... And then the Cubs are finishing third at about eight five hundred. I could see that. The Brewers are going to finish four games out of the wild card this year. They're I going can to see that. Four games out of the wild card because keep in mind them Phillies and the Braves are going to be the wild cards with ninety eight and a hundred and one or a hundred wins, and then nice. the West division now. That third wild card team is going to be Dodgers. Yes. I think the Padres win that division. I think the Padres win that division. The Giants have a better year, finish even closer to the wild card than the Brewers did, and they finish two games out of the wild card. The Dodgers have a very underperforming year. They only win 96 games. They become that third wild card team. The Padres get over 100 wins. They win that division. Diamondbacks finish fourth, and the Rockies finish fifth like last year. I mean, I, I'm just going to say now, if somehow there's another Dodgers-Cardinals wild card showdown, and it comes down to the last and it comes down to extra innings again. Please, for the love of God, and I'm a Cardinal fan, I still have nightmares about this whenever they play in the playoffs. But even though we don't have Alex... Ri- Wait, do we? No, I don't think we do. But anyway, <laughs> if we have Alex Reyes in the pen, I know we don't probably anymore, but don't put him in. Well, I'll say one good thing. It's not just a one-game series now. It's three. That is true. Due to the new format in the best-of-three setup with almost every series. series The year after you lost on that. Yeah. Like, why could you just... Tread like... Take that how you will. Yeah. Uh, But, ladies and gentlemen, it has been an amazing episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We will... See you all in the next one.